Welcome to Fast Fiction. Custard is a pretty harmless food source. Or is it? Perhaps not when you are home alone. David Connolly walked into his kitchen one weekday afternoon and was astonished to find his wife not only naked, but also writhing on the floor with a strange man. David did not normally come home midday, but being an estate agent, he had been in the process of taking a prospective buyer to see a nearby house when he accidentally bumped his nose on the car door. Prone to nosebleeds and covered with blood, he had left the enthusiastic buyer to roam the empty house in leisure whilst he went to his home in the next street to find a clean shirt and plenty of clean handkerchiefs. He let himself in the front door, not knowing that a short while before his wife Mildred had fallen over the cat. This in itself was not naked-inducing, but she was holding a large bowl of custard at the time, which went all over her and the floor. She quickly cleaned the mess before going to shower and change, anxious to be done in time to view her regular midday movie. Unknown to Mildred, Finefingers Finnegan had been casing the street for some time. He knew all the regular suburban habits and timetables, so when sneaking through the back garden was surprised to hear Mildred's shower going. She was usually in front of the television by now, munching on a Vegemite sandwich. Being an optimist, he made his entrance through the open laundry window. Fingers was a professional burglar, with a very low libido and more interested in what he could steal than a quick perv at a 62-year-old matron in the buff. It was precisely at this moment that knowing Mum would be home, watching the midday movie, Sharon, the Connolly's only daughter, decided to let Mum know she had bought the gold lotto ticket and to watch out for numbers 7, 11, 18, 34 and 36 on the telly later that evening. As the telephone rang, Mildred stopped liberally applying herself with baby oil and ran to the phone in the kitchen. This was when she confronted Fingers on his way from the laundry. She screamed as all elderly matrons are wont to do when discovered without clothes and makeup. Fingers instinctively threw himself upon her, with nothing more degenerate in mind than to put his hands over her mouth to quiet her. They fell to the floor at the precise moment David came through the front door and encountered his naked wife locked in the arms of what he first presumed was her lover. Mesmerised for only a moment, he then realised that her cries were of terror rather than passion. He quickly ran to his bedside drawer and pulled out the World War II pistol handed down to him by his father for such domestic emergencies. Running back to the kitchen, he aimed at Fingers with an unsteady arm. But Fingers was finding the oily Mildred hard to grasp and slipped beneath her, just as David fired and found what should have been his target. However... Unused to firearms, David was unprepared for the power surge as the gun recoiled and jerking backwards slipped on the remaining custard, which was still all over the linoleum. His head crashed against the corner of the cooker and he fell bleeding and unconscious to the floor. Later that afternoon, the prospective eye of 
foot weary and angry, walked into David's office to complain about being forgotten. Even later that afternoon, Sharon was annoyed to find that her parents did not respond to her telephone call when she tried to ring them with the good news about numbers 7, 11, 18, 34 and 36. Her grisly discovery of two dead parents that next day explained this lack of response, but posed many more questions. What had provoked her blood-soaked father to kill her mother so brutally? How had his fatal head wounds not only bleed from the back of his head, but all over the front of his shirt? And why was mother naked? Were her parents victims of some kinky suburban sex cults? Fingers Finnegan, of course, had made a quick escape. He was bewildered as to how petty crime had got so dangerous and pledged to give up his burglary profession straight away. In this he was most fortunate, for very shortly after this escapade he saw an advertised position for a real estate salesman. Due to his extensive knowledge of all the local suburban domiciles, he was hired immediately. You have been listening to Home Alone, written and narrated by Brianda Cross. If you would like to know a little more about other podcasts in this series, their creator, as well as the dramatists themselves, go to fastfictionpodcasts.com. You will also have the opportunity to have a taste of other pods available, as well as a little information about the backstory to their inspiration.